as we stand on the dawn of a new year, 2021. I know there are a great many people saying, I am so glad that 2020 is behind us. And yet I want to remind us that for some, there were also some magnificent God stories that came out of 2020. We continue to find our comfort in God. We continue to find courage in Him and conviction in Him. He continued to do amazing things amongst us. And so as we enter into this new year, 2021, filled with new faith adventures, filled with new possibilities, I want to take us on a journey of possibly how we can shape our thinking as we enter into this year. I am so aware that there is such uncertainty going into this year. We don't know how long COVID is going to be around. We don't know how long our businesses are going to be around. We don't know how long it's going to be before we're able to gather together in a room to worship God together. We don't know so many things. There are so many uncertain things. What I am grateful for is that our God brings tremendous clarity amidst the uncertainty. Great clarity amidst the uncertainty. I think if we continue to live our lives only being able to be confident of those things we're certain of, then uh, I think we can miss out on some of the things that God has already provided clarity on for us. And so this is an adventure of trust. Our faith is one of trust. And so I want to encourage us in 2021, we're able to have comfort, we're able to have courage, and we're able to have conviction. And this is how I want uh, us to enter into this year. This is the story I want to take us on. And so would you read with me from the scripture in Acts chapter 17, verses 24 to 28. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything, rather He himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. This is recorded in the book of Acts, which a doctor, Luke, wrote. And I think Luke's words should give us tremendous security that we can know that our allotted time and seasons and places have been predetermined by God. That we can have comfort in knowing that He has us in His hand. That we can have courage knowing that He's set this time for us. That we can have conviction that we would be able to reach out and put our trust in Him even though He is not far from us as we reach out. And so we're going to look at three things as we enter into 2021. First, that we can have comfort because He sees. Second, that we can have courage because He knows. And third, that we can have conviction Because he has said, or he has spoken. And so as we look towards this new year year with new possibilities and new faith ventures and new stories, I want to just firstly encourage us with these words. That if you left 2020 barely standing or just standing, I want to remind you that that is a great victorious position. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13, this is what is recorded. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. I want to encourage you, friends, don't fall into the trap of believing that 2020 beat you. If you are still standing, 
you are victorious. And we can take courage and comfort in these words. Let's look firstly at comfort because he sees. There's a story that we find in Genesis chapter 16 about Hagar. And she is a lady who is uh, a, help, uh, a helper to Abram and Sarai. Uh, many of us will know the story of Abraham, the father of the faith he's known as. And that God had promised them a child. They had grown into their old age and had been unable to conceive, even though they lived with that promise. And what happened is they got impatient and they took it upon themselves. They put it into their own hands to have a child. And the way they did that was Sarai handed over her helper, Haggai, to Abraham and said, you're going to, uh, you're going to mother a child for me. You're going to give birth to a child so that I may have one myself. It reminds me of what we read in Acts chapter 17, uh, just about that God does not dwell where human hands, in what human hands have made. Uh, we cannot manufacture God's presence. We cannot manufacture God's promises. He is faithful and He will bring it about in His good time. A long story short, Hagar falls pregnant. Uh, Sarah gets jealous and starts to mistreat Hagar. Uh, eventually, Hagar runs away. Uh, she just cannot uh, handle the, the mistreatment anymore. She is being tormented. She is feeling like, I did nothing about this. This was not even my fault. This is what you did to me, Abraham and Sarai. You, you took this upon yourself to do it. Uh, you just used me. I, I feel used. I feel abused. And now I've lost my job because Sarai is mistreating me. All of this, and an angel encounters her in the desert place, in the lonely place where she feels like she's lost everything. And in that moment, as she encounters the angel and the angel pronounces blessing over her, she responds like this in Genesis chapter 16, verse 13. She gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. In her distress, in her turmoil, God saw her. God sees and I want to remind you that as we start 2021, your lives may be in turmoil. You may be in distress. You may feel isolated and alone. I want to tell you that you are not. There is a God in heaven, a Father in heaven who sees you. And like Hagar, my prayer is that you would come to name Him the God who sees. That you can take comfort in the fact that you are not alone. Not only did God see Hagar in that moment, but He also blessed her. And, uh, and in that, she was able to have courage to go back to her mistress, uh, which was Sarai. And we're going to be having a look at courage in just a second. But just by way of an example, I have a couple of boys. And uh, as a father, I love to be able to get to whatever sporting event they're participating in. I love to be able to watch them. They have vastly different interests. Uh, but if I'm able to be there, I will be there. My eldest boy, Jed, he is so focused on what he's doing he never knows whether I'm there or not there. And often we'll get to the end of the game and I'll be there because I've been watching him and take him home and he says, oh, dad, have you just arrived? This is what happened today. And I'll say, hey, my boy, I saw you the whole time. I was here watching you. Did you not see me shouting for you or hear me shouting for you or see me on the stands? He says, no, dad, I was totally involved in what I was doing. Then I have another boy called Rourke. Now, Rourke cannot do anything without looking up to the stands to see if his dad is watching. Uh, I absolutely love that. Uh, sometimes I wish he concentrated a little bit more on what he was doing than just checking to see if his father was looking at him. But Rourke will always know whether I am there or not. And so there are 
two personalities in my sons, which I think represent possibly the bulk of our personalities. There are many of us who are always watching out to see if our Father is seeing us, is watching us, and we know His presence. We know that He's watching. But I want to remind those of you that possibly act like my boy Jed, who are so focused on things here on earth, possibly so focused in your distress, in the turmoil, in the things, the pressure coming against you, that you're unaware that your Father does see you and is watching you. I want to remind you today that He sees, He watches, He's looking, and not only that, He knows and He speaks, and we're going to look at those two things now. But I want to tell you that you can enter into 2021 with great comfort, knowing that you are not alone. Our mission statement as Anthem is leading people to life. And we know that one of the biggest robbers of life, the thing that steals life, is when we feel alone. It steals our physical life. It steals our emotional life. It steals our spiritual life. And so when we move towards the abundant life that God has for us, the fullness of life that God has for us, we need to know that we are not alone. Our Father in heaven sees. We move on to the next, that we can have courage because He knows. Courage because He knows. I want to tell us or remind us of a story when Israel was about to take hold of what was, be, what was their promised land. Their Father in heaven had told them that they were going to get a big spacious land, uh, but there were some obstacles to getting that. And in this moment, uh, they, were, they were told they had to walk around Jericho. Jericho was this big fortitude, fortified city, uh, big walls, and some of the people of Israel said, how are we going to get over those walls? They're insurmountable. Uh, but God knew what the outcome was going to be, and uh, He had told them, and so they could have courage in the way they were going to do it. And we know the story, uh, if we uh, remember it in Joshua chapter 6, verses 1 to 27, that Israel had to walk around Jericho for seven days in a row. Can you imagine, can you imagine the army of Jericho that was trying to come against the Israelites? Can you imagine after day two, day three, day four, can you imagine the, 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 um, the, the way they would have been mocking the Israelites? What are you doing? You're walking around here. You, you're walking around the base of our fortified walls. You can see you can't get in. Why are you listening to that God of yours? You're never going to be able to uh, get past these walls. You're never. Can you imagine? Day after day after day. And that's how so many of us felt in 2020. Is this insurmountable? Is this coronavirus insurmountable? Is what it's doing to my business insurmountable? Is it what, what it's doing to my family insurmountable? Is it what it's doing to us as a church community insurmountable? Day after day after day, and the enemy would want to torture us, and the enemy would want to mock and ridicule us, just as I can imagine the army of Jericho were doing to Israel. But the seventh day came, and we know that as they marched around the seventh time on the seventh day, the walls came tumbling down. So many of us, friends, are just one day shy, one day shy of having insurmountable walls come tumbling down. And I want to bring you this word as we enter into 2021, that we can have courage because God knows the outcome. He only, not only does He see, which gives us comfort, but He knows, which gives us courage. And so I want to ask you, what are your Jericho walls? What are you facing? What do you feel is insurmountable today? May I ask you to humbly submit that to the God who knows, and we can have great courage in Him that is able to work out the end from the beginning. If you knew uh, that after this season you were going to be all right, 
would anything change in the way that you are behaving right now? If I can just give a, a personal example. Uh, I, I enjoy sport. I enjoy watching some sport on TV. Uh, and I know that when I come to watch a game, uh, for argument's sake, the Springboks World Cup win in 2019, uh, it was a game that was very tense. You, I, I sat there and adrenaline started flowing through my body. And uh, my, my wife always mocks me because I can get... Uh, uptight would be the wrong word, but I, I get into it. I live in the present. I live in the moment, and, and there's stress flowing through my body, and there's anxiety for what's going to happen because I don't know with certainty what the outcome's going to be, and all of this is going on, and then I get to the end of the game, and I actually feel quite exhausted having spent so much emotional energy uh, just living in that moment. Then there are moments where I don't get to watch a game for argument's sake, and I come to hear of the result. And when I go to watch that game, because I know the outcome, it's a very different experience. The adrenaline doesn't flow through my body. I'm able to watch it relaxed. I know with certainty the outcome. And I'm able to enjoy it far more. This is the story of the Jericho walls. This is the story of our life. This is the story of the courage we're able to have because God knows if we knew that the end was going to be all right, then we would live today very differently. I'm willing to say for many of us. And so my question to you is, what are your Jericho walls? And if you knew that everything was going to be all right at the end of this season, would you live differently? And here's my encouragement to you. God does know. He knows the end from the beginning. And He has promised us not only an eternal life, but also life here on earth. And so we're able to take comfort and courage in the fact that He is a God who sees and that he is a God who hears. As we look thirdly at, uh, we can also into, enter into 2021 with conviction because he is a God who speaks. He is a God who speaks. I'm so grateful for this text in Acts chapter 17 where it says that God has determined the allotted time of man and the boundaries with where they should live. And that is both on a macro scale in terms of humanity and nationally where our boundaries are, but also into your and my personal lives. The days allotted to us have already been determined. Where we should live has been determined. And therefore, because He has spoken, because He has allotted those things, we can have great conviction as we enter into 2021 that our lives are not a mistake, that what we're doing here is not a mistake. Even though we may be uncertain God is abundantly clear that we should reach out to Him and that we will find Him. And so as we come into 2021, we can enter it with great conviction for a couple of reasons. Because firstly, for you personally, God has spoken and He's saying, if you reach out to me, you will find me because I am not far off. So can you live your life with that conviction in 2021 that you will reach out to God in this season, in this place, in the city that you find yourself in, in the work that you're doing with conviction, we can live as Christ followers. And then secondly, on behalf of others or for others, our lives are busy telling a story. Again, our mission as Anthem is to lead people to life. And the way that we live our lives can determine if others are going to follow in that path, or can determine whether others are going to be able to follow the life or find the life of Christ. The way you speak, the way you see people, the way you make decisions, the way that you live, the way that you confront that which you're confronting, which you're facing. Because I'm so aware that not everybody is in under pressure at this point in time. 
uh, for some, this lockdown has been good. Uh, we do know that for many, there has been pressure. And, and so whatever you are facing, the way that you live can help lead others to life. And so with conviction, I'm asking you, I'm encouraging you to live your life as one who has faith in God, who trusts in God, who knows that God sees you, who knows that God knows the outcome and knows that God speaks and will listen to His voice. See, this is the life that we get to live. We get to live a life of comfort, not comforts as in white picket fence, but comfort as in peace. We get to live a life of courage, knowing that we can take on the Jericho walls. We can take on the things that seem insurmountable because God knows the outcome. And we can live with conviction because we know that God has spoken. And so in 2021, comfort because He, because he sees, courage because He knows, and conviction because He has spoken, this is the life that's waiting for us. We have felt, Anthem, that 2021 is a significant year for us prophetically. We felt a couple of years ago, we believed that God spoke to us, and so we've been able to live with confidence, live with conviction, live with courage towards our reconciliatory uh, presence and move. We believe that 2021 marks 120 years of Anthem's story. And with that, we felt that God say, actually, that will be the allotted years of men, 120. And so something has to die for something new to birth. That comes in 2021. What, what will we let go of? What will we allow to die so that new birth may come? Also, 2021 marks 50 years on the McCurtain Avenue property. And we felt prophetically that God said it's the year of Jubilee. It's the year of setting the land, setting the land free. And so we do feel that there is this, this shift and this move which we have to undertake as anthem. It's the prophetic voice of God. It's the word of God to us as anthem. And it's what we rally around. It's what we take conviction and courage in that he speaks and he knows and he sees even if our, sight, our uh, sightedness is nearsighted or short-sighted. Even if we are uncertain of the things, we can have clarity in his voice and the conviction in that he knows. And so, friends, I remind us as we enter into 2021 that Anthem's mission is leading people to life. What does that mean? It means that we are a people in pursuit of truth, of righteousness, of justice, and of human well-being. Of truth, of righteousness, of justice, and of human well-being. And collectively, we do that as a community through four primary means. We do that by gathering together on a Sunday. We do that by gathering together in small groups, the bulk of what we call life groups that we do during the week in, in smaller groups of people to encourage one another and to be known and to know. We do that through the Domino Foundation and we do that through Project Exodus. These four primary corporate activities is the way that we lead people to life. It's the way we pursue truth, righteousness, justice, and human well-being. And so will you commit in 2021 to not only being a part of your personal story with God, but also being part of the collective anthem story? Get involved. Pray. Give of your time. Give of your resources. Give of your emotional and mental energy so that we can be better because we truly are better when we are together. And so this is the story that Jesus invites you in. It's the story that I want to remind us that we have the privilege of living in 2021, a year where we can take comfort, we can take courage, and we can take conviction.
If you have never put your trust in Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you to do that today. It is the greatest decision you will ever make. Put your trust in one who sees you. Put your trust in one who knows the outcome. Put your trust in the one who speaks. Put your trust in the one who has paid the price for the forgiveness of your sins that you may be in a right standing relationship with our Father in heaven. And so would you make that decision today? And if you are watching on the anthemchurch.tv platform, there is a button that's going to be coming up that just says, I decide to commit my life to Jesus today. Would you press that so that we can know? If you are watching on any social media platform, won't you email us at info at anthem.org.za because we would love to be in touch with you to help you take your next step and to pull you into this beautiful Anthem community where we help others and lead them into the life that God has for us. Anthem, I'm going to close out this with a prayer as we see in Ephesians chapter 3, 16 to 19. I pray that out of His glorious riches, He may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Amen. Bless you, Anthem, as you take hold of 2021.